Hello everyone, let me know how the audio is. Today we're going to be watching some Ali Dabo video. Let me share my screen. Let me know if you have my audio. And here's Ali Dabo's YouTube channel. And let's pick and choose. And I like how his videos are short and sweet. This makes it a perfect channel for us to just binge watch together and see what we think. Okay, cool. Um, let me see which one. I, this one is a good one. How's my audio? Okay, good. Music guys confirming that audio is good. Quran's warning to Johnny Depp. How about that? We'll we can start with that. I'm gonna start playing, and you let me There's know if brand- you have audio from his channel, right? A scene called Aleph. Hmm. They make hundred percent halal raw cat food. There are countless health benefits to this new raw. Wait, what? Halal cat food? Did I hear it right? Said halal raw cat food. There. Halal. Wait, this is an ad for halal raw cat food. There's a new brand on the scene called Aleph. They make hundred percent halal raw cat food. Wait, I don't understand. Cats don't. Cats can't commit sins. Why does the food for the cat have to be halal? There's no halal means Islamically permissible. Haram means like you're committing a sin. I don't think the cat needs to eat halal food. Like, what if the cat catches a mice and eats it? That's not halal. Wait, I don't understand. This is has. Am I misunderstanding Islam? You don't need the food for the cat. Doesn't need to be halal. Yeah, the Susanna is like, do pets really have to eat halal? No, pets cannot sin. There's no sinning or there's no gonah or sabah for cats. This is bizarre. There are countless health benefits to this new raw diet. Check them out on Instagram at alif.uk. They do monthly subscription boxes and you can get 10% discount on their two-week trial box with my code Ali10. Check them out now and let your cat... Can somebody... Can can we talk to like an Islamic scholar or something? I'm pretty sure this is like unnecessary for your cat food to be halal. Some nice food. brothers and sisters and dear friends. Johnny Depp. He said something. Oh, look, he still has the the butt plug. He always has that butt plug in his decoration. By the way, that's a very brutal butt plug. Seriously, I don't know who they use that on. But that's pretty intense. Which I was like, wow. If he said this in a bit of a tweaked way in Islam, it's actually amazing. It's haram. It's really haram. He said the following. You start to slowly realize that you are in a relationship with your mother, in a sense. Hello, guys. So before I start, obviously, guys, as you guys know, with Muslim aid, I'm trying to raise 500,000 mils. Wait, that's it? That's the part that they're going to clip from Johnny Depp to talk about? Is that the only thing? He's going to make that into an Islamic thing, isn't he? We're nearly close to our target. Please, please check in the link in the description box below and donate whatever you can, inshallah. Let's get on with this video. But he said, basically, that he used to get abuse from his mom when he was young, physically, getting beaten up, etc. And at one moment, he says, you know what? I felt like I was married to my mother. You know, um, and I did check with my teachers, etc. It doesn't fall into what is mentioned in Surah Mujadid. Wait, he had to take check with his teachers. Okay, I need a subtitle because I don't know what you say. You know, um, and I did check with my teachers. And I had to check with my teachers, etc. It doesn't fall into what is mentioned in Surah Mujadid. Now, in Surah Mujadid, guys, Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala is talking about a woman who's 
um, like what he said, if he was worded like this, it can be haram actually. You know, Islamically, as Muslim men, we are not allowed to say the statement that you are like the back of my mother. Meaning, I see you like my mother. I, I know I don't want ever any relationship with you. This is something really, really serious. So what Johnny Depp said. Okay, so like if you say, so this is referring to somewhere where it says you are like the back of my mother. So that's the way of for them to say, I'm, I don't want to be in a relationship with you. Which is a, such a bizarre way of saying it. I see you like my mother. I, I know I don't want ever any relationship with you. This is something really, really serious. So what Johnny Depp said, if he was tweaked a bit in the right way, like intentions, if he was a Muslim, this is actually haram to say. And you know what? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, It's haram to say that she, he felt like he was married to his mother. Quran, there's a whole story about, it's about a woman, actually, it's very profound, that came to the Prophet and complained about her husband, that she said something, he said something that was really heartbreaking to her. That he, he just said something like he said you were like the back of my mother and that was so hurtful to her why is the back of my mother you're like the back of my mother what does that mean the back of my mother is this referring to can somebody explain to me the back of my mother you're like the back of my mother you, he told his wife like you're the, like, like the back of my mother Yes, I know. So Dolly is pointing out, he's like, so in Islam, the members of your um, family are considered mahram, or I don't know why Dolly is saying mahrim. Is that a different way of saying it? So basically means that they are, they're halal for you to look at or without any hijab or anything, but obviously you can't be in a um, sexual relationship with them, right? Your mother, your father, your brother, your sister, your daughter, your son. Okay, so they're called mahram, right? People within the um, private part of your family, right? But so I guess this man was telling his wife, like, you're like my mother. I don't know, for some bizarre reason, the back of my mother. So that means that I don't, that's a very heartbreaking thing he said to her, because that means that I don't want to be with you in a relationship. Um, yeah, this is the word. Mahram. This is easier when I write it in Arabic. Yeah. Somebody saying, Armin, are you in good terms with Ali Dawa? I, mean, I don't know. I invited him to come to speak to me. He went and he never responded. But anyways, can somebody explain to me why they keep saying the back of the mother? Is this is this about anal sex or am I misreading this? When she came, there was so he's trying to compare this thing that Johnny Dead said to what was mentioned in the Quran. Revelation, and the Prophet peace be upon him obviously tried to advise her the best she, he can. So is he saying just like I wouldn't do my mom from behind, I wouldn't do you from behind? Is this what it's referring to? And when she left, the revelation came down, and look what Allah Subhanahu wa Taala said to the defense of the woman. <clears throat> and similar to what Johnny Depp said, but not exactly. So, oh, here, here's the Quranic verse. Allah has heard the speech of the woman who argues, pleading with you, O Muhammad, concerning her husband, and directs her complaint to Allah. And Allah hears your dialogue. Indeed, Allah is all hearing, all seeing. Those who pronounce uh, zihar amongst you to separate from their wives, meaning saying, you are like the back of my mother, they are not your their mothers. Their mothers are none but those who gave birth to them. What is odd specific thing for the Quran to like, like, okay, so the Quran is supposed to be the revelation from God, something that was made 
um, independent from time and space that existed from at all times at all and all places the, that every Quran that we have is a copy of this mother Quran in heaven that is the word of God that is not has not been created is the uncreated word of God and it's not, not a, it's not a very big book it's a very short book and the thing that it decided to focus on is this like isn't it so, like pathetic like from all the things all the like you could have told us about i don't know the most the greatest secrets of the universe the most profound stuff but you decided to talk about those who pronounce zihar among you to separate from their wives they are not their mothers what does that even mean hold on you are like the back of my mother they are not your their mothers their mothers are none but those who gave birth to them and Oh, so if you tell your wife that you're like my mother, the Quran is clarifying that no, they're not your mother. The the mother, your mother is the person who gave birth to you. I mean, what? Okay. The, their mothers are none but those who gave birth to them. Well, thanks for clarifying, Quran. Indeed, they are saying an objectionable statement and falsehood. But indeed, Allah is pardoning and forgiving. Okay, so they're saying something that is wrong. If you go tell your wife, like, you're like the back of my mother, okay? No, your mother is the person who gave to you. But don't, And you shouldn't be saying that. And Quran is like, don't worry, God is going to forgive you. Well, great. I mean, I'm pretty sure that was a very important thing for you to touch on. And those who pronounce, say that, Zihar, that you are like the back of Oh, Zehr. Why does it not translate? Zehr means like pronouncement, like the words. My mother from their wives and then wish to go back on what they mm. that zihar that you are like the back of my mother from their wives and then wish to go back on what they said so if they said something and they want to now take their wife back for intimacy or whatever it may be allah said oh so you were like you're like the back of my mother so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna have sex with you but they're like okay no fine you're not like the back of my mother i will have sex with you so it keeps continuing like it wasn't enough for the quran to really just touch on it like it has to go into full detail it says no you cannot do that Oh. Unless then they must be the thing of a slave before they teach, before they touch one another. So wait, what the hell? What just happened? Then there must be the freeing of a slave. Oh, okay, okay. So if you, this is a very, very oddly, <laughs> very oddly specific scenario. Okay, so the Quran is telling you that if you told your wife that you're like the back of my mother, so I won't have sex with you, that's a wrong thing to say because the only person that is your mother is the person who gave birth to you. But don't worry. I will forgive you, but now if you want to go to your wife and say, like, you're not like the back of my mother and I will have sex with you, you can't do that. You have to free us. You have to free a slave first and then you can have sex with you. Specifically in situations where you told your wife, like, you're like the back of my mother, the solution to fix that is to free a slave. <laughs> how often did this happen for there, for this to need, there need to be a Quranic verse about it? And how does this relate to Johnny Death again? Man has to free a slave. That is the way of administering. Ad admonished thereby and Allah's over what you oh this is a different there I thought okay Zahar okay that's the word okay thank you Dali so great to have Arabic speakers in the live chat you do so now this man didn't have a slave the woman said look my, my husband doesn't have a slave to give the next one the next oh, one is punishment oh my god we have to get into more specifics okay so the only way for for the only way for you to get back to your wife and have sex with her now is to free a slave. But what if I don't have a slave? Oh, no. Okay, let's get more specific. So, <laughs> guys, how many verses? Okay, 
how many verses have we dedicated to this? And how many verses are in the Quran? How many verses in the Quran? I forgot. Wait, why aren't I giving me the answer? How many? No. Okay. So it says 6,236. Is that correct? Okay, so among 6,000, we spent so far around four verses dedicating to very specific situation. You know, there's not that many verses in the Quran, okay? And I think, like, this is too big of a percentage of it dedicated to something so oddly specific. Okay, let us say what happens if you, if you don't have a slave. And if he does not have a slave, then fast two consecutive months. That man has to fast two months plus Ramadan, three months for the word that he uttered. Two extra months for fasting if you don't have a slave, specifically for this very odd situation. If you tell your wife that you're like my mom, so I won't, I won't fuck you. Before they touch one another. And then the woman said, look, my husband's old. If he fasts, he's, he's going to die. Oh, and said, and who is oh it's, not over. it's not over. <laughs> okay, so what if you don't have a slave? And you're too old to fast. Now, what do you do? What do you do? Okay, okay. You know what, what this sounds like? This sounds like whoever was writing these verses was not considering all these alternative situations. And they were like, and they had to keep making amendments to the verse. Like, it, it's almost as if whoever came up with the original verse is not an all-knowing creator of the universe. They were like, okay, this is the solution. And the person was like, um, okay, but what about this? I'm like, oh, shit, okay. Well, we'll do this. And like, oh, well, what about this, okay? It's almost as if, like, you didn't thought this through before writing the verses. Then if he's unable, then he should be feeding 60 poor people. Okay, 60 poor people. Okay, so first you have to free a slave. You don't have a slave. Okay, then fast for two months. Okay, you can't fast for two months because you're too old. So you have to feed how many? Who is unable? Then if he's unable, then he should be feeding 60 poor people. 60 poor people. You have to feed 60 poor people. But what if you're what if you don't have money? I already okay. And then the woman said, He's broke. He doesn't have the money. Dude, he's broke. What are you selling? <laughs> you're <laughs> like the lady is like probably very frustrated like are you are you insane <laughs> like god damn it it's not over it's not over all of these verses for a very specifically odd situation okay what happens if he's poor that some narration didn't say that she ended up paying on his behalf yeah that is for you to believe completely in allah and his message wait there's no there's nothing else if he's poor she had to pay what if she's poor as well before they touch another, he is unable then feeding of 60 poor. Oh no, there's no more alternatives. It's over. So if he can't, so they can't, wait. So if he doesn't have any slaves and he can't um, fast for two months and he doesn't have enough money to feed 60 poor people, in this situation, he Ali is telling us that, oh, she had to pay on her behalf. But what if she was poor too? Does that mean that they can't have sex anymore? Just because he was like, oh, you're like my mom? God damn. Guys, be careful. Don't tell your wives ever like you're like my mom, especially the back of your mom. I don't know how familiar you are with the back of your mom. 
That was that's very odd if you know like you know. Messenger, and those are the limits set by Allah, and for the disbelief is a painful punishment. So, guys, you can see here clearly, subhanAllah, how some people accuse you of Muslim man, you know, apparently I come home, I have a big stick, and I go to my wife, you see that stick, I'm gonna beat you with that stick, and we treat our wives very badly, and you know. Here's a verse coming to defend the right of a woman. The right of the woman. So you can beat her, but do not dare call her like your mom or like tell her that you're like the back of my mom. Okay. So he's like, look, Ali that was like, look, Islam is actually very pro-woman. It's defending the rights of women. It's not like Islam keeps you telling you like, oh, come with the home with a big stick and beat your wife. No, you could slap her with your hand or like like in the Quran says, maybe with a toothbrush or something. Okay. So wife beating is okay. Maybe not with a big stick, but no, Islam is still pro-woman because you have to do a whole bunch of things to be able to have sex with her again if you ever call her, if you ever tell her that you're like the back of my mom. Okay. I don't know how this is pro-woman. If he... He himself just said that she eventually had to pay for her. Wait. He like, look, Islam is defending the rights of women. How is it defending the rights of women? The painful punishment. But some narrations even say, and then the woman said, he's broke. He doesn't have the money. That some narrations even say that she ended up paying on his behalf. She ended up paying on his behalf. How is this protecting the right of <laughs> How is this protecting the right of women? She was like, oh my God, what the hell? I wish I didn't come. I wish I didn't come to Muhammad. I, I just came to Muhammad to tell him, like, my, my husband said this, and now we're screwed. Like, you made, thanks, Muhammad. You made our problem 10 times worse because now I can't even have sex with my husband. I was just complaining. I shouldn't have told you. <laughs> I shouldn't have told you anything. And now my husband is poor. He can't pay. He can't feed 60 people. Now I have to pay so we can have sex with each other again. And you're speaking, you're protecting my rights. I'm paying for all this. <laughs> oh my God, this is insane. Yeah, that is for you to believe completely in Allah and his messenger. Oh yeah, so that is like, how the hell is this related to Johnny Dead? Well, apart, well, Johnny Dead basically, okay, so this is what they do, okay? Um, they go, they jump on celebrity news. We're going to do the same thing. By the way, our editor titled this something with regards to Ali Dava and Johnny Depp. Okay. So they're like, oh my God, Johnny Depp said he's in a relationship with his mom. He was, he felt like he was in a relationship with mom. This sounds like a Quranic verse. Let's put Johnny Depp on the cover and mention Johnny Depp and Quran, and this will get more clicks. Okay. I mean, it's pretty smart. And those are the limits set by Allah and for the disbelief is a painful punishment. So guys, you can see here clearly, subhanAllah. SubhanAllah. Some people accuse you're a Muslim man, you know, apparently I come home, I have a big stick and I go to my wife, you see that stick, I'm going to beat you with that stick. And we treat our wives very badly. And you know, here's a verse coming to defend the right of a woman. Yeah. And saying, why? Because a, a man hit her, punched her, slapped her, no. swore at her. No, just because he said, you are like the back of my mother. Okay, but I think it would be better if you don't punish the men for something so small. Okay, if you want to protect women's rights, take out the wife beating verse in the Quran and get this is not this is not necessary. Okay, this seems more of a hassle for both of them, not just for the husband. Okay, it seems like the woman is not very also happy about the fact that they now can't have sex with each other. Okay, so this is not the right way to protect women's rights. <laughs> I think take out the wife beating one, that's more important. All these free things that's mentioned 
for you, for a man to do as a punishment. And I thought what Johnny Depp said kind of related to this. That's all I wanted to say. How beautiful Islam is that gives the rights beautiful. to the woman gorgeous. based on what she needs and the rights to a man based on what he needs. Oh my God. Next time. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. If you want to. Okay, let's go to another video. That was interesting. Which one? Which one? What's the next one? This was Johnny Depp. This, oh no, there's another Johnny Depp one. You got it all wrong, but this is 14 minutes, so I don't know. Let me know. Do you wanna do you guys wanna do another Johnny Debt one? Or do you wanna do this invest in this scheme? Um gang members run up on Ali Daba. Do we wanna do that? Oh, this one sounds interesting. Reacting to Yasir Qadi on Yajuj and Majuj. I wanna do this one. Which one do you guys wanna do? So somebody on Twitch is saying invest the investing one. Okay, I want to do the Yajud and Majud, but because the, somebody said the investing one, I'll do the investing one, and then I'll see what you guys say. Okay, let's do the investing one. Brothers and sisters, let me tell you guys about halal investment. Oh, no, you're saying, Brother Ali, not these halal investment promises. I'm going to get this and that. No, 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 no. Listen to me very carefully. A halal investment that will give you up to 700 times that's correct. Let me repeat that. Okay, okay. I'm gonna guess before. Okay, so it's like, no, no. This is people are like, this is a scheme. This is like, oh, you're trying to, uh, you know, take our money or whatever. Ali Dabo, how could you? And then at the end of it, I'm think he's gonna say that something about heaven, something about doing something. I'm. I think like he is gonna turn to something Islamic, right? Like he's gonna say like, if you pray this. God it will do this for you, or if you do this, you go to heaven, and you will the returns on your investment is so much more. I think it's if it's going to go in that direction. This is my guess. Let's see. Seven hundred times in profit for each dollar you invest. Okay, okay. We're establishing a masjid with a. I knew it. Okay, yes, masjid. You will pay for this masjid, and God will give you rewards in the afterlife or something. Our and community center, and if you donate for this noble cause. Allah will give you I knew it it's so predictable so predictable Allah will give you something up to 700 times more in return on in the day of judgment day of judgment ah oh, so predictable so predictable Allah Jalla says مثل الذين ينفقون أموالهم في سبيل الله كمثل حبة أنبتت سبع سنابل the example of those who spend their wealth in right. the way of Allah Jalla is like a seed of grain which grows seven but how do you get this oh seven hundred spikes في كل سنبلة مئة حبة in each spike is a hundred grains والله يضاعف لمن يشاء and Allah multiplies his reward for whom he wills والله واسع عليم and Allah is all income but I don't understand seven hundred doesn't make any sense so I thought like it's a lot more because like heaven is supposed to be eternal. So I, if I invest, if I give $1 to the poor, um, I was told like I'm going to get for every small little deed, I will get like like 100 mansion or something. Like I give like a half a cent to a poor person here in this life and it, I will get like five mansions in heaven forever. But this is like, this is a lower return on investment that I was told as a kid in school. Passing and all knowing. This means that in the hereafter, you will not only get your donation back. Yep, that's why is the hereafter always shown as like 
nature. Okay, I don't understand this. Every time they talk about heaven and hereafter, they keep showing like mountains and nature. This is, you know, it's not, if this is fun to look at or go for a camp, it's not going to be fun to just live here. This is not like that ideal. I don't understand why this is the picture of heaven all the time. Like if I was here, I wouldn't, I would enjoy it for like maybe a few hours, but then I want to go home. Correct. But you will inshallah have it multiplied. Or clouds. Yeah, clouds. I don't understand. How is this heaven? There's not that, it's not fun to just hang out in clouds. Like it's, yeah. To seven. Have you been like on the plane? You know, have you looked at the clouds? It's fun for a while, but then you need, to, you know, you need to put down the, you know, blinds because it's too bright. Imagine living in the middle of all of that. You really need sunglasses all the time. Back. Yep, that's correct. But you will inshallah have it multiplied up to 700 times. And in addition, you will get the reward for every salah that is prayed in this masjid five times a day, 365 oh, days a year. Now we're talking. Every Jum'ah that is attended by hundreds or thousands. Oh, okay. That's amazing. Okay. So when you paid for this mosque, all the time when people go pray there, because you contributed to the mosque, you get the some of their, um, you get brownie points for every single person that is praying there. Okay, okay, now we're talking. So this is way beyond 700 times. Of people. Imagine all those kids, future generation brothers and sisters, learning nice. and memorizing the Quran. Nice. Every single person who breaks their fast in Ramadan in the masjid, you get a share yes. in that reward coming straight to your scale of good. Guys, like imagine if you had a scam. Um, this is such a so, so perfect, okay? This is why religion is the best scam of all time, okay? Because nobody's gonna come back from the dead and be like, um, I was promised a return on my investment, right? So if I tell you to like, I don't know, invest in this, and then you lose all your money, I could be held accountable, right? for giving you bad advice and promising you things right but if you make the if you if i make you a promise and the promise is supposed to be delivered to you after you're dead this is the best scam of all time because you can't come back from the dead and like tell everybody that i lied to you this is why religion works perfectly as a scam good deeds on a day Oh, we got yeah. Talking about donations, we got a we got a donation from Secular Sakai. Thank you, thank you, Secular Sakai. Unfortunately, any donations to Atheist Republic will not guarantee you any place in heaven. It might even guarantee you a place in hell. <laughs> so, hey, wait. Actually, we could. <laughs> hey, we should make it ad. Hey, I just had a brilliant idea. We should copy me and Susanna. Should make an ad just like this. Right, but we tell people that donate to us, and we'll guarantee you a place, a really good spot in hell. Susie, we should do that. We should do that. That would be amazing. With like prime spot, you're gonna get like imagine all the people, every single person that we're gonna mislead because of our uh, videos and all the evil things they're gonna go to their lives doing every single time that another person do something wrong because they watched our videos you are going to be sinning because of that and you're going to guarantee a better place in hell more and more you're a more epic a deeper place in hell okay so yeah i think that's <laughs> we should just use this exact video as a model me and susanna could go into the camera and seriously look at the camera and be like 
Imagine, <laughs> hey, this is brilliant. Okay, okay, okay. This is good. This is good. Susanna, like, was such a good idea. <laughs> Guys, donate to Atheist Republic for a guaranteed place in hell. These will be counted. Just imagine having Just all some... those prayers of all those people on your side. Brothers and sisters, please help us build this masjid because without your support, we cannot do it. Right. Click the button in this video and secure. We could like we could say, imagine all the people that have not yet been misled by our by our depravity, by our degeneracy. You know, do you want to make more spread degeneracy? We want to strip, uh, spread corruption in the land. That's a Quranic verse, right? We can't do that without your donations. We can't corrupt people. Perfect, perfect, perfect. <laughs> I was like, I love everything about this. Oh my god! Yeah. Okay. You're part of the reward, inshallah. Inshallah, Iblis. We could say inshallah, Iblis. Your rewards by sharing this video is absolutely free, and get the reward for every single people that donates because of your share. Okay, this is perfect. This is perfect. We should make that video. Okay, we don't. Okay, so. Me and Susanna, we could both make our segments and then we put it together and we edit it. We put the music. We have to get this the same music that they have in the background. People that don't. Yeah, this whole. This, okay, this whole Islamic. I don't know why it sounds so Islamic because there's nothing Islamic about it. But this sound, I think because so many Islamic videos use this in the background and now it sounds Islamic to me. Like the one that's. Look at the. Hear the background. You're part of the reward, inshallah. Like that sound. I don't know what that is. Allah. Why don't you maximize your rewards by sharing this video? It's absolutely free. Yeah, I want to find that. I don't know what that. Somebody, if you know what that background audio is, can please let us know in the comment section so we could use the same background audio. Or maybe we should use something satanic. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Let's watch another. So I'm just saying, how can people believe this? It's really sad. I mean, it's how everything, I and mean, people have been believing this for thousands of years. It'd still be more, uh, but what? Yes, we're, so, you know, we're taking corrupting the land to the masses. Exactly. We could even put the Quranic verse on the screen as well. Like we could mention the corruption, like, you know, we, it's the, we we could tell people that the, this Quranic verse is referring to us. We are the ones that were, were that are spreading the corruption. Anyways, I really want to watch this Yajuj and Majuj one. Oh, somebody's saying I used to cry on this background audio while Sheikh uh, was explaining grave turn uh, uh, tournaments. Tournaments? Okay, okay. But seriously, guys, somebody please tell us what that background audio is. I really want that. <laughs> yeah, MD is like, all the land be corrupted. Like, no, we should say, we should say, imagine the lands that have not yet been corrupted. Brothers and sisters, we have to do something about it. There's still plenty of land that hasn't been corrupted. Okay, let's go to reacting to Yasser Ghadi and Yajuj Majuj. Wait, wait, I need to address this. Norse mythology is saying, why don't they donate a single shilling pound to oppress people of the Ukraine? Okay, now that's not fair because they do sometimes donate to oppress people, but maybe not Ukraine, maybe like, I don't know, Syria, 
maybe the Chinese Muslims or something like I haven't heard a single word of um, sympathy for Ukrainian. Why does it have to be about Ukrainian people? They could do any to any oppressed people that they want. Like, it's not just about Ukrainian people, okay? But also, um, I mean, technically, um, the afterlife matters more than this life. So you should, they, if they donate to people to become more Islamic, it makes more sense than, I don't know. Anyways, but I don't, just because you haven't seen it, by the way, it doesn't mean that it's not happening. So be careful about it. claiming that. Yeah, and they donate to Palestinians and stuff like that. Okay, let's watch this one. Yeah, Juj and Majuj. Oh, so for for people who don't know, yeah, Juj and Majuj is basically Gog and Magog. So for people who don't have an Islamic background, that's the Islamic version of Gog and Magog in the Bible. Before I start, I want to let you guys know, inshallah, I am trying to raise 500,000 euros for Muslim aid. Please, please, guys, go to the link and give. Oh, there we go. See, you, 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 you spoke too quickly. Look at this. This is meals for poor people. I think this is for Yemen. Is this for Yemen? Okay, see? They're donating to hungry children as well. So don't, don't be too harsh on your judgment. These people are starving. Imagine you help them have there to starve on the sisters. Imagine the reward that you will get. Do check that out in the link in the description box uh, below, inshallah. We're going to get straight. See? See? Be careful before you judge people. Into this video. There's a new brand on the scene called Alif. They make 100% halal raw. And also cats. Cats. Cat food. There are countless health benefits to this new raw diet. Again, some, can somebody explain to me? Somebody needs to explain to me. Is there any Islamic teaching that tells you that your cat needs to eat halal food? Somebody please. Because I'm pretty sure this is unnecessary. You're wasting your money over making sure the food is halal for your cat. called Alif. They make 100% halal raw cat food. There are countless health benefits to this new raw diet. Check them out on Instagram at alif.uk. They do monthly subscription boxes and you can get 10% discount. Oh, look, the, the symbol for the food, for the, this cat food is, says Alif, which is the first um, word in Arabic alphabet. But the Aleph looks like a cat. On the two-week trial box with my code, Ali10. Check them out now and let your cat enjoy some nice food. Why is it called Aleph, though? Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, brothers and sisters and dear friends. Welcome once again to my channel. Yajuj and Majuj. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about them. Wait, this is Lord of the Rings. And dear friends, welcome once again to my channel. Yajuj Wait, so this is... Okay, so... So yeah, Juju and Majuj are supposed to be like this army, this giant army of really scary people, okay? So the best they had go to go with is the orcs in the Lord of the Rings. And Majuj. This is definitely Lord of the Rings, isn't it? Well, yeah, look, that's the tower. That's the tower, yeah. This is definitely, yeah. Them in the Quran. Okay, this is, this. make it something, you couldn't find an art that is not obviously the orcs in Lord of the Rings. And they are mentioned specifically in a hadith, brothers and sisters. Now, okay, so this is a hadith. The Prophet Muhammad uh, states that they dig under the wall every night trying to escape, only to find each morning that the wall has been restored by Allah. Oh, okay, so I don't know if you guys know. Yeah, Juj and Majuj, we're going to, like, if, if it wasn't for this wall, they would have been taking over the world by now, I think. It was Alexander the Great who went there according to Quran 
and built a giant wall, that magical wall that stopped them. They're, they're still somewhere in the world, okay? And if this wall ever breaks, there's so many in number that it would just take over the planet. But it's weird because if there was such a giant wall and there was such a giant army, we would have known by now. I don't know where they are, right? Some people are like, maybe they're deep under the ground. That's why we don't see them. But, but So this Hadith is saying like they're always trying to get out and they keep trying to destroy this wall. But every morning they're like, the wall is magical. It keeps rebuilding itself. By the way, thank you, Alexander, for like saving saving us from this giant zombie army. <clears throat> Yeah, and apparently Saruman as well. One thing that a lot of people make a mistake, which I've seen, you know, people of knowledge, is that they try to... Wait, wait, you didn't read the hadith? I have to read the rest? Only at the appointed time will Allah... Oh, no! Okay, so they're going to actually... One day they're going to be set free. Only at the appointed time will Allah, Allah allow the wall to collapse, freeing Yajuj and Majuj. So Yajuj and Majuj and Saruman will one day be freed because the wall will break. I'm imagining the wall will break because like, a, you know, an ice dragon melted it. Just like, this is like a mix of Lord of the Rings and the wall from Game of Thrones and the Bible because it's Gog and Magog. Somebody has to turn this into a movie. A lot of people make a mistake, which I've seen, you know, people of knowledge is that they try to comprehend and understand how is who is Yajuj and Majuj? Where are they? How could they stay in the cave for so long and dig, dig, dig? And just when they're about to come out, and obviously there's issues, some say there's issues with that narration, etc. Some parts of it, you know. Oh, these are better art. Okay. Are not authentic. Whatever it may be, I'm not trying to get. You know, so, I don't know if you guys understand that this whole hadith saying about Yajuj and Majuj, so many, there are so many predictions about it so many people have been trying to analyze it so many muslims have to try to be like maybe this is referring to i don't know the russians or maybe it's referring to uh you know some people are like oh maybe it was the Mo uh, uh, the moguls or maybe it was referring to this people or that people right so there has been a lot of uh, predictions about who these people are, what is the wall that they're stuck behind is it an actual wall or is it maybe metaphorically a wall uh, who's this figure of Zulgarnain who did who stopped them from coming out? Like a lot of people, a lot of scholars saying Zulgarnain is Alexander, but there's so much discussion and debate. You have no idea how much how big of a topic this is about where the story came from. Like because obviously uh, Islam has very uh, not that many original stories. It's very low in original stories, and there's so many actual scholars, not Islamic scholars. Uh, who have been uh, analyzing the story and trying to figure out the source of the story, where was it copied from? It's very interesting. Get into that, okay? You know, and then Zulqarnayn, um, and you know, you know, there's Zulkarnain. so many speculations, etc. And another... oh, wait, is that actually? Oh, actually, an actual depiction, miniature from book of uh, book of Omen. Zulqarnayn, and you know, there's so many. So Zulqarnayn is supposed to be a prophet in the Quran, which makes Alexander the Great apparently a prophet according to the uh, according to Quran itself. Okay, but look, these are the these are those are these the figures? Look, there are some demons here. Are they building or destroying? It seems like they're building. Speculation, etc. And a lot of people come 
And they're like, some people even get into doubt with this matter. Some individuals even leave Islam. And I'm like, what's the issue here? Let me tell you guys the crux of the matter because there are a lot of people and a lot of individuals who have tried to make people understand this and even push the narrative of these certain ex-Muslims, you know, that, oh. you know, people uh, are leaving. Hey, name uh, ex-Muslims. Islam because of this apparently, yeah, uh, which I just heard one individual and most of his reasons were because, you know, he couldn't have intimacy with a lot of girls or something along those lines. Yeah, okay. Wait, what, what happened? I don't understand. What, what did he just say? What is talking about ex-Muslims? It was not understandable. That, you know, people uh, are leaving Islam because of this apparently, yeah, uh, which I just heard one individual and people even push the narrative of these certain ex-Muslims, you know, that, you know, people uh, are leaving Islam because of this apparently, yeah. Uh, which I just heard one individual and most of his reasons were because, you know, he couldn't have intimacy with a lot of girls or something along those lines. Wait, yeah, Juju and Majuj, and then a lot of people are leaving Islam because they couldn't have intimacy with certain girl? I don't, what just happened? What did he just say? Can somebody translate? <laughs> How is this? As somebody who... Certain people are becoming ex-Muslims, but there was this one certain individual who left Islam because he couldn't have intimacy with this one girl. And how is this related to Yajun and Majuj? I am so confused. Am I? <laughs> is it just me, or maybe I just maybe I'm not intelligent enough to understand what he's talking about? Okay, I don't think it was this issue at all. Yeah, it was more of his desires. The point is this: that we fall for this, and then what we try to do. Wait, you're not gonna explain what you just said? That was that was all that we have to go by. How did we all of a sudden jump to ex-Muslims and people leaving Islam and intimacy with another girl? How was this? Oh my God, I thought he's gonna elaborate. He didn't elaborate. Do <laughs> this in return is like I know. Let's try to bring it down to a logical level and try to explain it in a logical way. Oh, uh, okay. This is what you, this is your problem. You think Islam has to be logical? <laughs> This is your problem. All these Muslims are like, okay, who are these people? Where are they? How are they stuck with the wall? Why can't we see them? If they're so numerous in number, how is nobody detecting that? Your problem is that you're trying to make sense of Islam. <laughs> that is your problem. There is no making sense of Islam. See, many people do these videos. Okay, many people. One of those was, uh, was uh, Dr. Qadi. You know, the thing is now, it's Ramadan. I'm not here to talk about anybody, uh, etc. Okay. I oh, don't... wait, I think Susanna might have tried to decode it. Susanna saying people are becoming ex-Muslims because of one person, ref reference to AP, okay? Uh, but really, it was just one person, and he only left because he wanted sex. Okay, okay, okay. Sure. I don't want to make anything to ruin my fast, my Ramadan, etc. All I'm just saying is, obviously, there's a lot of things I don't agree with Dr. Yasser Qadi, uh, and there's things... I agree with also. So the thing is here, it's just, I don't want to get into the details of the integrity. The point I'm trying to make is he also done a video on this matter. The point I'm trying to say, and what I don't understand is this, why do we have to understand everything in the context where, why? Okay, so here's a Quranic verse that says, I remember when Moses prayed for water for his people, we said, strike the rock with your staff. Then 12 springs gushed out and each tribe knew its drinking place. Okay, what does this got to do with what Ali is saying? Why does it always have to be logical? Why does it have to be something where we're like, oh, explain it to me logically, or, you know, I'm going to start doubting things. This is exactly... Seriously, what did that Quranic verse have anything to do with what Ali says? Is it just trying to show you another thing in Islam that doesn't make any sense? 
yeah, okay, like, hey, you think Islam has to make sense, has to make logical sense? Look at this Quranic verse. It makes no sense. <laughs> I think that was the relationship, maybe. Exactly why shaitan fell into disbelief. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala... Yeah, the Quran, the Quran... No, so apparently shaitan fell into disbelief because he was being too logical, okay? So don't, don't try to be too logical or else you will fall into disbelief. I actually agree with that. <laughs> if you try to make sense out of things, you will leave Islam. <laughs> I, yeah, he's right. Ali is completely right. If you want to keep your Islam, try to be as illogical as you can be. I told him to do something, bow down to Adam. He couldn't comprehend logically why he had to do that when he feels like he's better than him. The problem is this. Taking the aql over the naql. That is exactly... Aql means like um, rationality. Exactly our problem, and we applied. What is naql? Aql. Okay, so in Persian we just say aql, but apparently in Arabic is aql. Okay, so in Arabic, you know, everything you say has to go a little bit farther down your throat. Okay, um, yeah. So every time I say something in Arabic, people are like Armin. That's not how you say it in Arabic. It is in Persian. Okay, aql, but they're like aql, aql. Okay. But what is the other one? Nagal? When he feels like he's better than him. The problem is this. Taking the aql over the naql. Naql? What's a naql? What's a naql? I know aql. I don't know what naql is. That is exactly our problem. And we apply this into our day-to-day -day life. I... Oh, here. Different reasons for being an atheist. This is what showing you see. Most atheists would offer some of the following arguments as their reason for deciding that God doesn't exist. Non-intellectual. Okay, so this is a problem with, your, with you atheists, okay? You're too intellectual. <laughs> According to Ali, that is a problem. I have to understand this logically. Who do you think you are? Oh, here, somebody's translating. Nagal means succession of narration. Oh, okay. So they picked, with, they picked Nagal because it just rhymes with Aql. Okay, so they're like, you have to just... Accept the narration, okay? Just accept the narration instead of thinking about it, okay? If you put aql over the naql, you're putting your intellect over what Islam says. Just accept it. This is basically his, he's saying just blindly follow it and don't think about it. <laughs> Guys, I'm not making this up. This is one of the most popular Islamic channels on YouTube. And they're so transparently are telling you not to think about things logically and just follow. This is what the message of this video is. Am I making this up? Guys, do you think I'm misrepresenting him? That's that's basically what he's saying. Just follow the narration. Ignore your rationality. <laughs> this is <laughs> this is what they're saying. Oh my god. I mean, how arrogant you must be to say, I need to know everything. SubhanAllah. Well, no, I don't need to know everything. I just need to know the things that I'm supposed to believe. <laughs> like, no. Okay, so, okay, Ali, you're misrepresenting here, okay? I don't need to know everything. But if I'm supposed to believe in something, I need to know that thing. <laughs> yeah. And if I can know that thing, then it's okay. I don't need to know everything and I won't believe in it. Okay? I, I, I don't think that's too much of a ask here. You're like, oh, do you know this? No. I don't, I, well, I don't believe in it then, okay? But no, believe in it, even though you don't know it, that, that's insane.
Who do you think you are? Either you're going to be like Iblis and rebel against Allah. Okay, so here's a painting from Herat manuscript depicting Iblis. Guys, we have live footage of Iblis. This is Satan in Islam is Iblis. This is the devil himself. So I'm assuming these three over here are angel. This is the, oh my God, This look at this. Turning to the de, into a devil. Okay, so Iblis is his name, but he wasn't a devil. Wait, what the hell? Turning into a devil. Okay, okay. So he was always a jinn, but he wasn't the devil? Yeah, so there's, you know, jinn is his nature. Iblis is his name. Devil, I think, is his characteristics. And so he wasn't a devil always, but he was always a jinn. And now he's turning into a devil. This is what you're watching. This is a depiction. Why are these angels lying on the ground? But thank you so much for showing us Iblis when you're talking about them because we wouldn't understand. Who do you think you are? Either you're going to be like Iblis and rebel against Allah and fall into disbelief. Or number two, you're going to submit to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Oh, this is Adam. Oh, guys, look at this. These are the angels bowing down to Adam. See, look, it's good that I could read somewhat Arabic font. Look, it says Adam, which means Adam. So this is, why does he, why is, I didn't know Adam was clothed in heaven. This must be the tree, the apple tree or whatever, or the tree of life. I don't know which one, but this is Adam. I didn't know they had clothes according to Islam in, in, the, in heaven or in according to Christianity in the Garden of Eden, not only he had clothes, he also had a crown. Where is Eve? Does Eve also have clothes? They also had a member. What is this? There's things there. Okay. And the angels are are bowing down. It says, And here it says, Shaitan. And I think over there it says, Ahriman. Is that Ahriman? Hold on. Go back. Shaitan something. Melo, okay. I think this is just the aim. Against Allah. I think this is just the aim that you put after the name for respect. I'm, I'm not sure. Fall into disbelief. Or number two, you're going to say. Okay, means angels. Submit to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Look, their angels have clothes. And, you know, Christian angels, they're naked. But Islamic angels, they have clothes on and even headgear. And the devil, why is the devil so... Okay, this is colorism. I'm pretty sure this is somewhat colorism. They made him dark to look, make him look evil. Does he have white hair? Is Does Satan have like a white... Be look, he has a white mustache. He has white beard and mustache. And a white chest hair. Oh, Grandpa Satan. He's Grandpa Satan. He's so adorable. Look at him, so cute. He looks like Poochie. He looks like my dog a little bit. Why, why is his wings so pathetically small? Look at the, the wings that they gave to the angels are so glorious and big. And his wings are like half broken. This is weird. But look at him. He's so adorable. He looks like a homeless grandpa. Like a homeless old person. Allah and fall into disbelief. Or number two, you're going to submit to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala like Adam alayhi salam. And okay, wait, what is this? Okay, I'm not even paying attention to what Ali is saying. What did Ali say? Because it was so 
taken by the painting. Fall into disbelief. Or number two, you're going to submit to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala like Adam alayhi salam. And okay, so Adam so Adam submitted to... Didn't they eat the apple? Okay, okay. So, uh, um, what is this Quranic verse? The Quranic verse says, And remember when we said to the angels, uh, prostrate before Adam. So they all did, but not Iblis, who refused and acted arrogantly, becoming unfaithful. Okay, so this is the depiction of all the angels bowing down to Adam, but Iblis didn't. Iblis is pointing. Fall into this look at like, look at him. Belief? This painting is amazing. He's pointing at Adam. He's like, who the hell are you? And why should I be bowing at you? He's pointing at Adam. And number two, you're going to submit. To like you? You're the one who I'm supposed to be. <laughs> you're the one that I'm supposed to be bowing at? Like, no, not today. Like Adam, alayhi salam, and accept. Wait, what is Ali is Ali is saying like sub just like do you want to be like Iblis or Adam who submitted to Allah? I think he means the angels. Because what we know of Adam is that he didn't submit to Allah because he disobeyed Allah and he ate the goddamn apple. What are you talking about? I think he's he should be comparing Iblis to the angels who submitted to Allah's will and they they bow down to Adam and like Iblis who did it. So what is he talking? What okay, let me see what Ali is saying one more time. To disbelief. Or number two, you're gonna either you're gonna be like Iblis. So you're either gonna be like Iblis who, who bowed down to Adam, which is uh, who didn't bow down to Adam, or you're gonna be like and rebel against Allah and fall into disbelief. Or number two, you're gonna first of all, Iblis didn't fail to disbelief. What are you talking about? I Iblis didn't submit to Allah's command. But he always believes in Allah. When did Iblis fail to disbelief? He never did. He always believed in Allah. It's not disbelief. It's just like lack of obedience. Submit to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala like Adam alayhi salam. Or submit, no, the, 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 the example, the counter example is, uh, to Iblis is not Adam. It's the, it's the malaika, it's the angels who accept Allah so bow to Adam. And they did. They followed his command. And technically, they be mushrikun. Okay? Like, they be shirky. These angels be shirky. Guys, who is being more Islamic here right now? Okay? Everybody gives a hard time to Iblis. But look at this footage of Iblis and the angels. And t tell me right now in the live chat, who's the more proper Muslim here? What is the greatest sin in Islam? The greatest sin in Islam is shirk. Is either having partners for Allah or worshipping any other anyone other than Allah. Okay? Iblis is like, I am not going to bow down to Adam because I only bow down to Allah. This is Iblis showing you how important the concept of Tawheed is. The oneness of Allah and worshipping of Allah is so important that even if Allah tells you to worship somebody else other than me, to bow down to somebody else other than me, Iblis is like, no, because there's nothing more important than Tawheed. Even a commandment from Allah takes is below Allah himself. What is more important, Allah himself? Or a commandment from Allah. Right? Allah himself. So I'm putting Allah above Allah's commandment. 
That's how committed Iblis is to worshiping Allah and nothing but Allah. This is the most strongest depiction of Tawheed you've ever seen, which Iblis is doing here successfully. And guess what? Iblis is so dedicated to Allah because Iblis knows that what he's doing will get him to hell. But he is so in love and committed with Allah that he is accepting eternal punishment as long as he doesn't violate the concept of Tawheed and doesn't bow to anybody other than Adam. That's how committed to Tawheed or Shaitan is, the devil is. Imagine everybody else, like other people, like, oh, worship Allah because you go to heaven. Satan worships Allah even if he means he has to go to hell. That is commitment to Allah. Other people are doing it for the rewards that they're going to get in heaven. But heaven or hell doesn't matter for shaitan. He has to, do, he has to worship Allah, Allah and nobody else. There is no Muslim better than shaitan. Nobody does Islam better than Iblis. Yeah, Susanna is saying, Iblis is devoted to Allah, so devoted to Allah that he damned himself for eternity, that he rather damned himself uh, for eternity rather than bow to anyone else. It's amazing. This is very beautiful. This is the greatest love story of all time. Accepting eternal torture by fire because you are not going to betray Allah. Yeah, except and he like unlike what Ali is saying here, he didn't disbelieve. He doesn't he didn't dis, he just he disobeyed, but he doesn't disbelieve. He believes in Allah. He's been the closest person to Allah. That's why he was he was he Iblis was so committed to Allah that he was with angels. Like Allah brought him to to the position of angels even though he's not an angel. He was a jinn. But unlike these angels who just blindly follow Allah, he doesn't fo blindly follow Allah. He loves Allah. And he, he's committed to him. That's why he disobeyed the, Allah. Because even when Allah tells, me, tells him to worship somebody else, he says, no, I only worship you. Anyway. Yeah, Jack is saying kind of poetic. Yeah, it is. Oh, so Puya is saying this Arabic here, it says um, Shaitanul Ain. So this one, it says Ain, which means Satan. Oh, which means Satan the damned. Yeah. And fall into disbelief. Or number two, you're going to submit to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, like Adam alayhi salam, and accept the naql, the text, what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Oh my God. Look at these, all these pathetic angels worshiping, bowing down to Adam. Is this not shirk? Is this not shirk? See? And look, this is shirk, all these angels. By the way, look at all in Islamic art. You see the halo around Adam's face, but that's not enough. To, if you are not convinced that Adam is holy, here's a pile of fire. Okay? This is how Islam shows you that somebody is holy. They're so holy that things lit on fire around them. This is the, so this concept of, oh my God, this is so cool, it's lit. Okay, this is this comes from Islam.
in Islam, everything that is cool, it just lights, it just, it's just lit. It's like overly lit. Look how everything is on fire around him. That's how holy he is. Subhanahu wa ta'ala, see him and leave that realm to him. You don't know what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is talking about, how it's going to happen, in what form. You have no clue. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala works in mysterious ways. He's created the heavens and the earth. He in case, in case you didn't know, Allah works in mysterious ways. Here's some ants. Clue. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala works in mysterious ways. He's created the heavens and the earth. He is the owner of everything. How dare you try to bring something which you might not comprehend or understand or doesn't make sense to you now and try to bring it to a human level. And Okay, Ali, not everything. We, humans cannot comprehend everything. Okay, but if you can't comprehend it, the best position for you is to not believe in it. Okay, so... He thinks like, oh, you arrogant atheists think you think you could understand everything. No, we don't. But if we can't understand it, then we withhold belief. Okay? You can't say like, oh, you don't understand it, therefore believe in it without asking why, without being trying to be rational. But he thinks that if we demand rationality for us to believe in something, that means we expect to know everything. That is not the case. We don't expect to know everything. But we also don't think that it's justified for us to believe in something that we cannot know. So you guys like, oh, you don't understand it. So believe it. Like, no. What? What? How? If you if it's beyond human comprehension, then it's not knowable. Like in, in a logical way and try to answer it and be like, oh, this might be robots. And I'm not talking about anyone specifically. I'm talking in general. You know, this might be this or this might be that, etc. No, maybe it's none of that. Maybe Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yajuj, what? Yajuj, corruption, Majuj? It's going to show us who Yajuj and Majuj is. May Allah protect us. I don't want to see that. Yeah? In a, in a way where we're all going to be like, oh. So I think that what it's showing on the screen is like people trying to figure out where Yajuj and Majuj are. I heard some people saying Yajuj and Majuj are somewhere in the Caucasus. My gosh. I would have never thought of that the East, if you the told West. me to think about it for a million, billion years. Why is it impossible for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to enable them to be hidden somewhere and eventually they're going to hey. come out and they're going to be in their billions or trillions and whatever it may be. This is again Lord of the Rings again. What the hell? Why is Lord of the Rings always used as depicting Yajuj and Majuj? Okay, so here's another thing. Is he going to show what Yasir Qadi said? Because I think Yasir Qadi said Yajuj and Majuj might be zombies. And that's why they're criticizing him. But he's not going to show what he said? Maybe. I believe in Allah. I believe in his messenger. I believe in the Quran. If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said it, if his messenger said, that's what it is, that is what it is. Period. I don't. Yeah, you don't think about it. Just period. It says in the Quran. Don't think about it. To bring it to, how does it happen? But it doesn't make sense to me. Who cares with your little brain? This is... This is the best depiction of anti-intellectualism by religion. Like here, this is like we like when we say that to people, people don't think we're exaggerating. Okay, this is one of the most popular YouTube channels is telling you how anti-intellectual they are. I don't need to bring it to how does it happen, but it doesn't make sense to me. Who cares with your little brain? Yeah. Okay, if our brain is so little, then how do you believe in Allah or religion altogether? So you don't then. You know, you're like, oh, your little brain can't comprehend this, okay? Well, then how are you Muslim? Then how are you Muslim? Then what reason do you have? Like, all of a sudden, when you want to prove that Allah is real, all of a sudden, our brain becomes very important. But then we want to question, like, okay, well, how does that work? You're like, oh, your little brain can't comprehend it. Okay, well, then you have no business being Muslim because Allah and Islam and everything and, you know, 
creation is all beyond your small little brain. Then why do you believe if it's all of this is beyond human comprehension? And who are you with your little brain? Okay, we're nothing. We're li- we have tiny little brains that we can't understand everything. So we can't have we can't believe in Allah either because it's too hard to understand. To try to understand these things, there are some things that we don't know and we okay. will never know. Then how do you know there's Allah? That's the main reason I'm doing this video because I've been keeping this in for the past one and a half year. Guys, come on, what on earth is wrong with you guys? Put your trust in Allah. Why? 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 Anytime you want to answer that question, you have to use your intellect, even if it's tiny and small and it's not very, um, you know, it's not as pathetically, you know, weak as you claim it is. I have what else? What other tool do you have for me to know? Like, put your put your trust in Allah. Why? Didn't you just say we have tiny little brains? How would we know then? Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala works in ways you would never imagine. You can never comprehend. So leave that matter. Okay, well then I can't comprehend your Allah either. Okay, my brain is too tiny. Okay, my brain is too tiny, and I can't comprehend your Allah. So don't ask me to believe in your Allah. To him. You focus on your ibadah, focus on your salah. Don't worry about this stuff. Your salah, your fast. Don't worry, don't think about it. Just ibadah means pray, uh, worship. Uh, salah uh, is the five prayers a day. Fasting is fancy. Why is two, Why is these two Arabic and all of a sudden this turns English? I didn't say it all in English or say it all in Arabic. Your zakat. Zakat is the charity, okay? Your hajj, right? Hedges, to your parents, your wife, your spouse, helping community at large, and do. Hey, all of a sudden, turn wholesome. These were useless, but then all of a sudden, there's some good things at the end. Help others, yes. I endorse this last two. Doing what is best. This zakat I don't endorse either because this is not. This is not. Uh, this is wasteful. Zakat is like wasteful charity. You know, like they build mosques and crap with it, with that money, right? If you want to donate to charity, don't do zakat. Don't do Islamic charity. Just go like I recommend. The best charity, I think, um, in my opinion, is save the children. Okay, don't not save the kids. Save the kids was like a uh, illegal charity that was using the branding of save the children. It ruined the, like it was trying to ruin the good name of save the children. Okay, if you want to donate to a charity, uh, do save the children. Oh, also, Atheist Republic is also a five hundred one c. Okay, send your zakat to Atheist Republic. Link in the description. We're a 501c charity, so send us your zakat. For humanity. And you have your trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and you will find out on the day of judgment. Now, you can find out two ways on the day of judgment. You can come and say, oh Allah, I wanted to know how this whole uh, uh, Yajuj and Majuj thing actually was. Oh yeah, you could ask Allah when you die. Cool. And Allah shows you, and you're like, oh my gosh. Oh my God. I I would have never thought of that. Oh my God. As a believer, you would go to Jannah, Knowing what you- like, so just if you really want to know what the hell, where is the Hajjajan Majuj, just wait until you die, okay? And God will tell you. Just make sure you're you're a good Muslim, so you go to heaven, so you could ask Allah directly. You saw, yes, okay. Having peace at heart, like Ibrahim salam asked Allah Subhanahu wa Taala to certain things, or you can be standing in front of Allah. As a disbeliever who's destined to hellfire. Oh, if you ask too many questions, you will never know. Okay, because you will be a disbeliever and you go to hell and you will never know the secrets behind yet. So stop asking questions or else you go to hell. You'll be a disbeliever. If you if you if you use intellect, 
too much, you will become a disbeliever. And now you would never know. See how intellect backfires on you? You will never get your answer if you use intellect. The, the way to get all the answers is to just blindly follow Allah. And in heaven, every, all the answers will be given to you without any need for intellect. And you ask Allah before you enter hellfire about the, I mean, the Yajuj and Majuj, which I doubt you're going to. And Allah shows you and you're convinced. But guess mm. what? You died as a disbeliever. <laughs> guess, oh, no. So you will, still get, you will still get your answer, but you will be in hell. So congratulations. You played yourself. The choice is yours. The choice is yours. I'd rather take Allah's text, what Allah said, over my little brain all day, every day. Oh my God! This is this is not a parody, okay, guys. This is real. This is real. Like I rather follow blindly what Allah, what my religion is telling me, rather than thinking about it. This is not a parody. This is what <laughs> I, you couldn't make a better. Like, uh, like seriously, this is why you don't need <laughs> parody videos. You could just show what Islamic videos are telling you, and unbelievable. Okay, uh, amazing. Okay. Anyway, so we finished three videos. That's pretty good. We're going to do, this is going to turn into a series. I'm going to do videos on watching Ali Davo videos, watching Muhammad Hijab videos. Um, well, who else? I'm going to do David Woods. We're going to review some David Wood videos with each other. Okay. And maybe tell me what channels you would want me to, let me know in the comment section channels that you think it would be good for us to do binge watching of their videos together okay and make sure you like this video make sure you subscribe we're going to have a lot more videos like this on different channels but we're going to revisit ali's channel as well uh, every once in a while and see uh yeah but make sure don't leave without liking the video and recommend our channel to as many people as you can please make sure you do that and subscribe okay and hit the bell notification so you can see when we go live all right guys thank you and catch you later bye